Hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope you all are having an absolutely terrific day, as always. And I always appreciate all of our listeners and customers stopping into the office. We had Linda and Arlo stop by yesterday from Ohio. Really awesome couple. They've been supporters of Health Masters for years and years and years now. So it was great to see them in person. I always encourage everybody to stop by. We're in little town Auburndale, right here, have been for you know decades and decades, and we will still continue to be here, bringing you the truth every single day, along with the highest quality supplements in the world. And so, be sure to check out the website at healthmasters.com. The product of the week, the liver support on sale right now, and also too, want to give everybody a heads up the. MCT coconut oil, standardized in 95%. We have it back in stock finally. I know a lot of people have been asking about this. It's in Ted's Morning Shake, the kit that's on the website. We've had a back order a lot of them. This product is getting harder and harder to get. Uh, but, again, we got a big shipment in yesterday, so we're ready. We'll be filling all those back orders, and if you guys need it, it is on the website, ready to go right now. That's the MCT oil. Now, Dad's a huge fan of it. It really, really helps out with overall cholesterol, and it actually does an incredibly good job at burning body fat. This is something that is very important if you're trying to stay in shape and stay lean and exercise. So be sure to check it out at the website at healthmasters.com. Oh, interesting. The first story I saw today that's popped up because, you know, they got to bring this topic out anytime they need a distraction. They're arguing now in the U.S. government about running up to the debt ceiling and raising the debt ceiling and how the Treasury is going to start using extraordinary measures. They're going to figure out how to raise the debt ceiling and blah, 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 blah. More propaganda, more theater, more bread and circus as they continually do every time they need a distraction to get everything away from, I guess, people talking about the bumbling buffoon Biden storing classified documents in his vacation home that crackhead Hunter Biden lived in, paying his dad $40,000 a month in rent while running around and doing deals with all types of different Chinese-linked individuals. There's just so much collusion and fraud and crime in that family. It boggles my mind, to be honest with you, to no extent. And yet, here again, Nothing to see here. We're not talking about it. It was an accident, and it's just more theater, guys. It's more, and in my opinion, I think what a lot of this is is this is intentionally being done to rub it in the face of the American populace, especially the patriot populace, that there is now a two-tiered justice system in the United States. I brought this up yesterday. They're showing the American populace that, listen, we don't abide by the law. We don't abide by rules. We don't listen to anything, actually. We do whatever the heck we want to do. In fact, we'll tell the ATF now to start banning accessories. I had a conversation last night with a buddy that was asking me about this entire time. People keep asking me every single day about this topic with ATF because this is a big deal. Because this isn't bump fire stocks anymore. We're talking – they're saying 40 million of these things are out in circulation with these braces because they're really, really effective for nice little short AR pistols and uh, especially for people that need to be able to stabilize them or have had injuries. And the fact of what we're seeing here now is the ATF, again, is going outside of their scope, and they're no longer coming in and saying, well, we're regulating machine guns. We're regulating a short-barreled machine gun, a belt-fed machine gun, an M60. This is way past their scope of what their original job was in the 1934 NFA Act. This is now a point where the ATF is starting to say we're regulating accessories 
they get added onto your gun, which means they're opening up this entire concept of them saying, well, now you can't have this optic. This is too far of a range optic. You're, you're limited to only five times. That's it. You can't go any further than that because, well, it makes your gun too deadly. You can, you can shoot too far. Oh, and that vertical grip? No, you can't have that either. They've already started this. So, again, this is another play and another algorithm base. And I told Arlo this yesterday when he was over at the office. I said, what they're going to do now is they're going to beta test this in algorithm. They're going to see how many people push back, how many people comply, how many people bring it up on social media, how many people simply go – this isn't a law. This isn't a rule. The ATF has no jurisdiction or grounds to start regulating accessories now that are added onto a firearm, and they're going to see. They're going to see how compliant the American population is in the United States. And because remember, they run everything through the NSA data center, that big surveillance center in Utah. They monitor everything, and they constantly do algorithm test to see what's pulling what's not pulling what's getting retweeted what's getting reposted what hashtags all that stuff guys is intertwined and so when you start seeing certain things change all of a sudden the topic of oh we've got the debt ceiling now everybody needs to be worried about the debt ceiling we have to shut down the government because the debt ceiling here's a fantastic idea how about we get a refund back for the 110 billion dollars we've given ukraine for absolutely zero useful purpose whatsoever i mean that's just that's just a start right there how about we just stop giving tens of billions of dollars to every other country, including Israel, because obviously we have a debt problem in this country because apparently nobody's bothered to figure that out in <laughs> Congress. Nobody's realized that we're deeply in debt, and so uh, they just keep spending money like a drunken sailor that just got his paycheck bonus. And what's ironic now is then you take it a step further, and the Secretary of State under Joe Biden just announced – that they want to give another $2.5 billion in aid to Ukraine yesterday. This is on top of the $45 billion to Ukraine that just went in the spending bill, on top of the plethora of other money. This now brings the total amount of money we've given Ukraine in less than a year, $112.5 billion. And we're arguing about why we need to raise the debt ceiling. Just, just a few ideas to throw out there. You know, maybe just stop recklessly spending money and giving it away. But when you have individuals that have no accountability, we're watching this happen here in the United States. It's deeply disturbing, but it's also telling of what everybody needs to be continually prepared for. This is why I've told people preparations and having the ability to know how to handle yourself in a situation and where you can go and what you can do and your skills and limits and having backup plans and contingency plans is very important. On top of that, making sure you're continually raising your children correctly. This is huge. You know, Our homeschool co-op, I just got an email this morning with Lana, and they are offering now this group is coming in and they want to do a six week uh, pretty much like a survival class with the kids on camping and lighting fires and the parents are going to be involved in it starting fires how to set up camp all kinds of different stuff and so once a week we're basically going to be going out and doing this stuff with them on the weekend and their kids are super excited and it's going to be a pretty cool program and this is one thing again why it's so important to continue to raise little Americans because we're starting to lose them. I saw an article earlier on Zero Hedge, and 25-year-old Abby Zerner of Williamsburg, Virginia, she was an elementary school teacher, was shot in the hand and the chest by a six-year-old student last week. Six-year-old student. Yes, I said that. First grader. 
Somehow, they said there was a report that he had a firearm on him. They checked his bag. He did not have one. The next day, he came back to school, had ammunition in his bag. They did not find a firearm. The next day, he came back with a firearm, had an altercation with his teacher, and he shot her. This is a six-year-old guy. This is a first grader. And the crazy part about this is I'm reading articles from the Daily Mail and the New York Post, and there's no <laughs> there's no concept of – how in the world did a six-year-old gain access to ammunition and a handgun, and how in the world did he take it to school? It's, well, we really need to discuss further gun control in Virginia because you know what? We just don't need to be having handguns available to any of the general populace law-abiding citizens because somehow this six-year-old got a handgun. How about we ask how in the world he accessed this and why in the world we think that's okay and while we're continually – promoting this young, violent lifestyle with these video games that these children are playing on. And I'd also like to know how this kid is being raised in a single-family household. Is What's he exposed to? None of that's being addressed whatsoever. And again, it saddens me. She, the the uh, teacher's in critical condition. And um, it saddens me, though, that we've reached a state now in this country where this is how far the youth have fallen. But again... This was the goal, and this is what you're going to start seeing. More and more strange things like this occur, the more perversion and filth that is pumped into the younger generation through the communist indoctrination camp. So again, it's so important to make sure you know what your children are getting educated by at school. And in my opinion, if feasible, if viable, make sure you try to get them in some type of Christian school or a homeschool co-op if possible. I know that's difficult in some cases, but again, I can't reiterate how important it is right now because the communism has indoctrinated the schools. It's not a joke anymore, my friends. We saw it down here in Polk County, and we still continually fight it in this county, and we're in conservative central Florida. So I can't imagine how bad it is in some of these really liberal states. That's why it's so important to stay active, stay alert, and continue to speak the truth. What do you think, Dad? My response to the same as yours, also, how in the world did a six-year-old get, um, six get, get, get get access to a handgun? I mean, obviously that thing wasn't tied up properly or, or locked up properly, and, and it's just actually mind-boggling to me. And, you know, and we have to figure out, like you said, where's his background? You know, what is his family? Is his family a bunch of thugs or is, is his family a bunch of criminals? I mean, who knows? But what a mess. My deepest condolences to the teacher. And uh, my gosh, I hope that little kid gets some help. And I hope they figure out how in the world he did all that and, and bring the right people, uh, you know, to uh, justice, I guess I should say, because that should have never happened. It's, it's craziness. Oh, by the way, uh, last week on the 11th of January, I did a show on forgiveness. And I have been deluged with emails from people all over the world uh, talking about that show and how we need to walk in forgiveness. In fact, one of our good listeners actually said that his wife had walked out over a decade ago and just, just disappeared, and he realized that he had to forgive her. And, and that's exactly right. You've, you've got to learn to forgive people. So I'm going to go ahead and repost the scriptures basically as far as uh, on 43 Bible verses about forgiving others who hurt you. It's very, very important we understand that. Also, I want to read you some Bible verses this morning. I did a Bible study this morning in Galatians. I read the book of Galatians, and it was good. And I want to read you part of it. It says, Grace and peace from our God and Father, Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins to rescue us from the present evil age. But continue to go on. I am just I'm going to read parts of this. I'm going to skip through it. Verse 6 continues, I am astonished that you are so quickly deserting the one who called you by the grace of Christ and are turning to a different gospel, which is really no gospel at all. We've talked about that. That's just name it, claim it, blab it, grab it nonsense with no repentance. Evidently, some people are throwing you into confusion and are trying to pervert the gospel of Christ. He goes, even if an angel from heaven should preach a gospel other than the one we preached to you, let him be eternally condemned. 
he says, am I trying to approve the when the approval of men or of God, or am I trying to please men? If I were still trying to please men, I would not be a servant of Christ. And I say that to you guys the same way on this show. And I quote that for myself personally because I really feel that this show is like that. If I was if I was still trying to please men, I would not be a servant of God. I'm beyond that. Don't care anymore. And thank you so much for all the people that have encouraged me to continue to preach the word to you guys. It means a lot to me. Then on for chapter two, verse seven, it says, on the contrary, they saw that I've been given the task of preaching the gospel to the Gentiles. He goes on to say in verse 20, I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live, but Christ lives within me. The life I live in my body, I live by faith in the son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. I do not set aside the grace of God for if righteousness could be gained through the law, Christ died for nothing. This is a really, really, really good book. I love the book of Galatians. It says, Life by the Spirit. Now we're on chapter 5, verse 12. You, my brothers, were called to be free, but do not use your freedom to indulge the sinful nature. Rather, serve one another in love. The entire law is summed up in a single commandment. Love your neighbors as yourself. If you keep on biting and devouring each other, watch out, or you will be destroyed by each other. Verse chapter 6, verse 6, 7, do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. The one who sows to please the sinful nature, from that nature he will also reap destruction. And the one who sows to please the spirit, from the spirit will reap eternal life. Let us not become weary in doing good. For the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Therefore we have the opportunity. Let us do good to all, especially those who belong to the family of believers. I want to thank you guys. All of, especially for those who belong to the family of believers. I pray for you guys every day. It tells us right here, do not give up. Jesus says to stand your ground. Let us do good to one another. And guys, listen to me. This is important. Be very careful on how you speak about friends or Christians, etc. Be very careful about forgiveness. It's. I'm telling you, look at the Lord's Prayer. Forgive us as we forgive those who trespass against us. None of us are perfect. All of us have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. All of us have. You know, without Jesus being the transformer to redeem us and take us back to that of, a God, of God, we would not have any chance of hope. It's through grace that we're saved by faith. So always remember that. But do your best to walk in love with everybody. I want to thank you again for the support that we've been given, that you've given us through Health Masters. I mean, if without you guys promoting the show and listening to the show and, and doing what you do, uh, we simply could not, under any circumstances, be on the air with you guys and talking about this. Now, I want to say one other thing, too. I've got a friend of mine who's a pastor. He's got a church over in uh, Dade City, and he wants me to come in and speak for him in Dade City. And I think we want to have a special kind of service over there. I want to pray for everybody. I want to pray for everybody to be healed. I want to pray for everybody to be blessed and uh, all the people that are in attendance there. But I need to find out first before we do that how many of you guys are willing to make a trip to Dade City, Florida, to make sure I don't either overload the church or we don't have enough people in that geographical area to do this. It's going to be in Dade City, Florida. And my pastor's name is Pastor Van Green, great guy. In fact, he played in the NFL for four seasons with Cleveland and Buffalo. So uh, find out. Let me know. You can ask Dr. Ted B. at Yahoo.com and find out if you'd be interested in coming to Date City. It'll probably be either next month or first of March. But I needed to find out. We kind of wanted to ask you guys what you wanted to do. It was a central enough location. Date City is northwest, kind of towards Polk County, kind of close to Tampa a little bit. It's a, it's a pretty centralized area. But I need to know because I'm not sure how big the facility is and how many it's going to hold and how many of you guys would like to come. But I want to ask you first. So please email me and let me know if you can do all that. Now, Chuck Ball, he said something too today. And I have to, I have to go ahead and I have to cover this again. It says America's churches are dying. And he says this. And here he kind of sums it up. 
And I've said the same thing. I've talked a lot about it. I just covered it here in Galatians because they're preaching a different gospel. And he goes, a recent study examining the effects of the COVID-19 lockdowns on church attendance in the U.S. has revealed that the pandemic resulted in an overall depression of religious participation as approximately a third of Americans have stopped now who were attending church from going back. And I've heard this from all of my pastor friends who have big churches. The number of people going to their churches has just collapsed. Virtually everything about the condition of our country and churches is due to the demise of the New Covenant teaching, which is what Galatians is talking about, and the preaching from American pulpits. The advent of Christian Zionism at the beginning of the 20th century, we've talked about this in depth, and the advent of the prosperity gospel and the church growth movements in the 20th century have all but destroyed the New Testament Christianity in America. The signs are ambiguous. God is judging America's apostate churches, and as a result of the church apostasy, God is judging America itself because from America's inception, the cultural, societal, economic, and educational government blessings on this nation have been directly connected to God's spiritual blessings on the church. When the church finally collapses totally, it takes the country down with it, which is exactly what's happening. That's why I've expressed this so many times that I want people to realize that we have to continue to put God first in our lives. We have to continue to put Christ first in our lives. We have to continue to pray for a complete and total revival in the United States, a reawakening of sorts for people to come back to the truth. And and Chuck is right. Back in the early 1900s when the Schofield Reference Bible came out, and the same guy, Samuel Untermeyer, who blackmailed Woodrow Wilson, brought the Schofield Bible to the Oxford Press because he's a hardcore Zionist and then had it sent to all of these different seminaries all over the world. We've been promoting this doctrine of Zionism about the reformation of the country of Israel. We forget what they did in 1967 with the, when they strafed the liberty with 5,000 rounds trying to seek it to try to start World War III against Egypt in the Middle East. Just unless you guys don't remember, I did a whole show on that last year. It's so important that we understand what happened when they want to rebuild the third temple in Israel and how the Rothschild banking cartel through the Balfour Declaration – after the fail, you know, before before the end of World War One, brought to them by the Lord Rothschild, said they would get the United States in the World War One if they would allow the Palestinians to be taken over to start the country of Israel. All of this stuff happened, and the, and the churches then were told that don't worry about being, you know, going through the tribulation. You're all going to be raptured. That theology was never taught before 1850 and 1900. And you say, well, I don't, I believe, I mean, okay, stop. Don't fuss at me. I don't, I don't want more letters on this. Okay, here's the deal. If you believe in a pre-trib rapture, I'm happy for you. If you believe in a mid-trib rapture, I'm happy for you. If you believe in a post-trib rapture, I'm happy for you. Post-trib rapture, whatever. I'm not arguing with you about that. I'm just saying, and listen to me, it has emasculated the church by saying that nothing bad's ever going to happen to you. Then in the 50s with the Johnson Amendment, they took politics out of the pulpit, which is the biggest step they could have done with that filthy pervert Lyndon Johnson, who many believe are also, was also involved in the assassination of John F. Kennedy. All of this stuff happened. It was orchestrated to happen, and then we had the big tent ministries and the name it, claim it, blab it groups back in the 40s and the 50s that were almost all 33-degree Masons. Just thought I'd mention that to you. High-level Masonic leaders, and they took the gospel of Jesus Christ and the repentance of Jesus Christ out. And then we have, of course, the name it, claim it, blab it, grab it guys now. And the traditional Christianity has basically been hamstrung, destroyed in the United States, the stability of the, the traditional Christianity. We have all of these churches now that have become 5013C corporations who have no longer who no longer have their books open. You, can, you don't know where the money goes. They won't open their books. You can't see anything. You don't know what the salaries are of the people that are working there. You don't know where the money's being distributed to. You don't know anything. They don't show you any of the books. They may, be, they may give you an outline of where some of the money goes. 
but they don't subject themselves to forensic accounting and allow it to be published. I remember when I was a kid and I was at Lutheran Church, like every month, they said, here's how much money came in, here's where the money went. Every month, every month here's, here's what we're doing with the money, which I think 5013C's corporation should be doing. I think they should be disclosing where the money goes because when you were getting gifts from people, you need to disclose it and where the money is going to go to make sure it's being used properly. That's my opinion. And so now we have this group of people now that are running these churches, especially these growth church programs, that don't talk about repentance. They don't talk about homosexuality. They don't talk about transgenderism. They don't talk about cultural Marxism. They don't talk about anything, period. Just wait to say, oh, we're going to do a, a study in the Book of Romans for the next six months. We're going to go into detail about that. And they don't discuss anything about what's happening from a cultural standpoint. And what it's doing is continuing to collapse the United States because there is no leadership as far as from a spiritual standpoint any longer in the aggregate. It's not. It doesn't exist anymore. Look at that mess with Jerry Falwell Jr., Liberty Jr., the university, a couple of years ago when he was involved basically in, in swinging with his wife and all the other sick, perverted stuff that they were involved in. All of this stuff is basically cracking the very foundation and has cracked the foundations of Christianity in the United States, which has led to where we are now. So nobody wants to stand up or believe anything anymore because everybody's afraid they're not going to be, they're going to be ostracized. That's why I read that out of, out, of, out of Galatians today. Paul says, I don't care what they think. I'm serving God, not man. And that's what we have to do. We have to continue to serve God and not man. And you remember something, friends. I love you because I'm kind of on a tear this morning. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. When he tells you to put on the arm of God, and he tells you to stand. No matter what else you stand, you stand your ground, you do it. We're not letting us – I talked to Austin about this the other day. He and I had to fly to St. Louis, so we came back the same day. And it was interesting to me because I told Austin on the way to the airport, I said, as far as the Ted and Austin Burrow show, we're standing our ground. We're booted up. We're suited up. We're ready to hold on to what we've got for what, what God has done and has done for this country. We're not letting it go any further back into the slippery slope to hell. We're not doing it. We're going we're gonna to stand on this show with you guys. And, you know, and so you guys – if you want a heathen show to listen to, go listen to Joe Rogan. This ain't it. This ain't that show. This ain't ever going to be that show. We're going to talk about Christ all the time because what's, what hope is Joe Rogan giving you? Let me ask you that question. All these other people who won't talk about Jesus, won't talk about the cross, won't talk about repentance. What hope do they give you? They're not giving you any hope at all. And that's the problem with this perverted gospel they're putting out there in these churches. There's no hope. If you don't have hope in Christ, if you don't have hope in what Jesus did, if you don't have hope in what he did for you on the cross, he's an eternal God, an omnipresent God, who provides an eternal sacrifice for your sin through the shedding of his blood, which we've talked in detail about what that does, then there is no hope. But we can stand our ground, and this show is going to stand its ground. So I love you guys. I pray that you continue to support us, and I thank you so much for all that you do for me and for the, the prayers that you pray for us. By the way, crypto giant Genesis now is filing for bankruptcy after suffering crippling losses in the wake of the FTX collapse. and has over 100,000 creditors. I warned you guys and warned you guys and warned you guys that all this stuff with all this cryptocurrency was going out as beta testing so that the, so that the people could go in now with these the central banks and come in with a digital currency. They're not going to allow other digital currencies to do this. They're not going to allow other digital currencies to come out and allow them to grow and to prosper and not be regulated. They have to control the money supply. If it's, if it's this type of stuff, it's this type of stuff. Be really, really careful. I bet you all those people right now who have lost billions of dollars in these cryptocurrency markets, I bet they wish they'd have bought gold. What you want to bet? How about that? Or silver or something that was tangible they could actually put their hands on. Very, very important to understand that. By the way, the Rutherford Institute has a really good article today. It says 360-degree surveillance, how police use public and private partnerships to spy on America. Wow. Law professor Cover says we live in a surveillance state founded on a 
partnership between the government and the technology industry in this age of ubiquitous surveillance. There are no private lines. Everything is public. Surveillance cameras mounted on utility poles, traffic lights, businesses at homes, license plate readers, ringing ring doorbells, GPS devices, dash cameras, drones, store security cameras, geofencing, geotracking, Fitbits, Alexa, Internet-connected devices. There are roughly one billion surveillance cameras working worldwide, and that number continues to grow thanks to the wholehearted adoption by governments, especially law enforcement and military agencies, businesses, and individual consumers. A billion surveillance cameras worldwide, guys. With every new surveillance device we become into, that comes into our lives, the government gains yet another toehold into our private worlds. Indeed, empowered by advances in surveillance technology and emboldened by rapidly expanding public-private shut Slow down, Ted. Indeed, empowered by advances in surveillance technology and emboldened by rapidly expanding public-private partnerships between law enforcement and intelligence community and the other private sector, police have become particularly adept at sidestepping the Fourth Amendment. Guys, I've warned you so many times about putting Alexis in your house and all the other stuff in your house. Avoid all of this stuff. It's really, really, really important. By the way, this, this priest now says that he had gone to hell after a heart attack and that no one deserves that. I'm not going to repeat a lot of the stuff that he said because I can't vet what he said because you know, he's had a very, very strong waking dream. But I can say to you one, once again that heaven is very real and hell is very, very real. And I can say this to you unequivocally. You don't want to go there. You don't want to be separated from God for all of eternity. You simply don't want to be involved with any of that stuff that goes on down there. The Bible is really, really clear about it. By the way, by the way New, New Zealand's Nazi prime minister, good riddance, Ugh. reminds me about as, like her about as much as I did Ruth Bader Ginsburg when I played that song for you on Ding Dong, The Witch is Gone When She Died. New Zealand's Nazi prime minister resigns. Her vaccine, vaccine mandate, in my opinion, murdered many, many, many people. Remember all her gun stuff and all the other stuff that she did? And, and Paul Craig Roberts says she must not be allowed to walk away from her crimes. Arrest and prosecution are required. So he goes on to say, and same for all Western leaders, every one of whom is a mass murderer. The COVID killer vaccine, people are dying all over the world, is a criminal undertaking. I've posted this on the, my, on the website. You guys can read through it. And what's funny about this, she's really dropped off in the polls. The people in New Zealand have had enough of her. There's no way she's going to win another election. And now she says, I just don't have anything left in the tank to do this. I'm going to get married now. Well, I'm not going to go there. I'm about to say something really, really ugly, but I'm not going to say it. But guys, listen to me. We have to understand that these people that have done this to us, these people that have come out and said these things and have allowed this mass eugenics protocol to be done and this mass killing of humanity – we have to hold these people accountable. We really, really do. There could be, and remember this. I talked about this a minute ago about the churches losing a lot of their attendance. It was Donald Trump who did this, guys. He's the one that carpet bombed the United States. He did it. Don't give that guy an ounce of slack. He does not need to rerun for president. He does not need to be in our hearts and our minds again. He does not. He has put more CFR members into the White House and administrations in his post than any other president in history that I can find. Said he wanted to be those pro-gay presidents in the whole world. Basically, put all these gay people into his positions of cabinets and all. All you guys know what he did. And then he pushed the red flag gun laws. He did all of this stuff. Donald Trump does not deserve your vote. Period. Now, like DeSantis. Now, whether he's legit or not, who in the world knows? But Donald Trump, all he is is a giant bully picking on people and basically trying to do stuff that – I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. By the way, housing, stop, housing starts and building permits plunged in December, and the article says it's about to get worse. U.S. housing starts and building permits both decline in December. 
with starts better than expected, but the forward-looking permits below expectations. This is the third straight month of declines in permits and the fourth straight drop in starts. This is what happens with you jack, you know, housing rates up to 5 6 7%. It really starts affecting the ability of people to afford mortgages, and we need to understand that. It's really important that you really be careful right now if you're buying stuff at high interest rates with inflated prices. I think that in a few years from now, a couple of years again, it's all going to cycle back down again. That's what I hope. I really, really do. By the way, um, Scottish children are to be surveyed on gender. This is this is crazy. Kids as young as seven will be reportedly be asked if they identify as a transgender or non-binary. I, I don't I don't know what to say. Parents and conservatives in Scotland are outraged after the city council of Aberdeen launched what has been branded a disgraceful survey in 59 schools that asked pupils about their gender identity. Seven-year-olds, guys. You want to be Superman today? How about Batman? How about we want to be a Spider-Man today? You want to be a boy? You want to be a girl? They don't even know how to answer your question. You, you ask a seven-year-old class of kids, how many of you have been to Europe? They all raise their hands. And none of them, probably none of them have been to Europe. I saw that personally. And we had Savannah's little class. We were over there speaking one day for her, and we were talking about going to Europe, and we were talking about, you know, Germany, and the kids were singing some German songs for the people in the class. Our kids were. And it, what was crazy is – we asked the kids in the school, we asked them how many people, how many of you children have been to Europe? And like literally every single child raised their hands. So after after we had done all that, I asked the teacher, I said, how many of these kids have been to Europe? She was none of them. But they all answer everything positive all the time because they want to be approved. They want to be affirmed. Think about that. They're in that state. They're in that beta brainwave state. Everything is just a make-believe world to them. And now you're asking them if they're gay or if they're transgender or if they're a lesbian or they're a homosexual and they're seven years old. How in the world can a seven-year-old ask to answer that question? Critics of the survey have called it a blatant attempt to indoctrinate young children who do not know if they want chicken nuggets or fish fingers for dinner. It is disgraceful that the council are being forcing children as young as seven to answer questions about their gender. I'm going to stop here before I start fussing. Guys, Austin was right. We talk about it all the time. Get the kids out of the school system here in the United States. Stand against the county board people to do this stuff. We did. We got them all out but one. All of them out but one who, who basically are pushing this car garbage on our children here in Polk County. Stand your ground with your children, too. I love you guys. Also, what's your next story? Oh, you're spot on. And, I mean, it's it's uh, it's frustrating and angering to no extent when you see stuff like that. I mean, in Scotland, I mean, we're, we're really we're start asking little kids about this. But, again, when you know that's what they're going to do, you know what their agenda is, you have to start taking offensive roles in order to protect your child from being exposed to this stuff continually. Because here's the thing. At a young age, children, especially if they're exposed to something indirectly or if they see something on a movie or if they hear something or something gets brought up in school and it happens once or twice, the likelihood that it's going to have a massive effect on them for the rest of their life is usually pretty slim because children don't have you know a very in-depth memory of five, six years old. Now, granted, there's certain things that can occur that can obviously affect them, but in general, just simple things or basic things or even stuff that may be inappropriate, most of it goes over their head. This is taking it a step further, and because of these individuals that are communists, they understand childhood psychology. This is why they're repeating it over and over and over and over and over because once you start indoctrination, and you do full-blown mind control operations on a child and you start feeding them this every single day, it is a guaranteed fact from a psychological standpoint. It is going to stick, and it is going to affect their outlook and how they think and how they function the rest of their life when you do it every single day for years on end. This is why Hitler said 
give me your children. Basically, I'll give you your country. That's why he had the Hitler Youth. I mean, that's what made me so mad about a lot of stuff that was going on with that war is at the very end, the war was done. It was over. There was no left to fight. I mean, everybody was pretty much dead over there, and yet they still had the German youth, the Hitler youth, fighting in the trenches and continually running loudspeakers and propaganda, continually ten and year olds. fight. Yeah, 10 and 12-year-olds. I mean that 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 was so far an abomination to me, and, and you know obviously there's a lot of horrible stuff that happened in that war, but it reached a point where you go, if that happened then, why do you think the same people that were running those ops back then that got brought over to the United States through Operation Paperclip, they haven't started implementing the same type of propaganda here in the United States? Simple question, simple answer. It's because they have. They took the information that Joseph Goebbels had worked on, the godfather of propaganda they coined him, and they brought this information. That's what the whole Operation Paperclip was over, the German scientists, the German psychologists, and they brought them over with all of their data, with all of their notes. The Germans were meticulous and taking notes and documenting everything, super, super efficient with that. The troves of data that they had built over years in Germany was immense. The CIA needed that. The deep state needed that information because they had to start taking how effective the tools were in Germany and what they were using, and they had to implement them here in the United States, and they have now. Over the last 80 years, they've slowly pushed it, and that's why you've seen like the Enabling Act that, that Hitler pushed right before World War II and basically banning the firearms and all types of other invasions of privacy and rights on the German population. The Enabling Act was almost word for word as far as conversion for the Patriot Act. They took the same concept, the same ideas, the same verbiage in some cases, and they put it in the Patriot Act after 9-11. You think that was coincidental? You think it was coincidental that the Patriot Act was ready to go within days? Thousands and thousands of pages in this document. Ready to go. A couple days after 9-11. Oh, we just, we just brewed that up real quick. You know, We just wrote this you know, multi-thousand-page bill. Uh, yeah. Dude, they had it sitting there ready to go. The whole entire thing was set up from the beginning. Now, who how, who, and all was directly involved in it, I think, is far beyond what we'll ever find out as far as how far and how deep it goes. But I can tell you right now, the rabbit hole gets real deep whenever you take the uh, – when you take yourself out of the matrix and you start watching the glitches and you start watching them what they're doing. And that's what we continue to do here is try to expand people's ideas and thoughts and look at stuff with a very open lens but say, okay – this is way more than what they're trying to depict it. What is their point? What is their reasoning? For example, the FDA, which you know doesn't seem to care about the American population safety whatsoever. I mean, they're continually approving emergency use authorizations as long as bumbling the food and Biden keeps extending the emergency under the state of emergency, which I brought that up a week ago, two weeks ago. He extended it again now till April. We've literally been in a state of emergency now through 2020, 2021. 2022, and now going into 2023, we've been in a state of emergency, a COVID state of emergency. Because remember, FDA cannot blanket approve emergency use authorization items like the RNA vaccines unless we're in a state of emergency. That's why we've been kept in a perpetual state of emergency on paper. So the FDA has no restrictions. They can EUA everything. Well, we know they don't care about anybody's health because they have not recalled not a single COVID shot in the entire country. Not one. 
not one have they recalled in the country when we have now seen tens of thousands of cardiac problems all across the country directly related. Not just correlation, not just, eh, you know, it's speculation. No, directly related to people who have gotten the shot, and right after they got the shot, they start having severe cardiac problems and severe blood clots out of nowhere, unheard of. VAERS report on the CDC's website shows you and reports enormous amount of side effects that people have seen now that are having from the shot. Millions upon millions of severe adverse events after getting the shot. Well, suddenly... The FDA is super concerned about everybody's health. They have now recalled three different massive epinephrine lots, EpiPens. These are extremely important for people that can have severe reactions as far as with asthma, with bees, with peanuts, all types of allergies. It's epinephrine. You guys know what EpiPens are. They said now, according on January 9th, manufacturer Spectrum Laboratory said they have to recall multiple lots because the product was slightly discolored. Epinephrine is placed in auto-injectors, the most common which are sold or found in the Epi brand name. They said that catalog number EP130 along with 1G, 1KG0865 and 2KF0151, the expiration date of 2023, another lot of K2L0353, expiration of 2023, in sizes 100 gram, 25 gram, 5 gram, and 1 gram, all have been recalled now. Well, wait a minute. What, what, what's, what's the reasoning because they recalled all these? Spectrum said it has not received any reports of adverse events related to the recall. However, the company said it is notifying all distributors, customers through mail, email, phone, that they need to return the EpiPens back immediately. Well, what's, what's going on with them? Well, they're, they're slightly discolored, so we're not really sure. We, we need to get back these hundreds of thousands of EpiPens now. Now, you've got to ask yourself the million-dollar question. Do you believe the FDA and do you believe Spectrum that they are voluntarily recalling all these EpiPens because they were discolored and they've had no side effects from it whatsoever? No, I don't buy that one bit. We have Pfizer who has rolled out billions of shots, yet not a single recall on a single batch. Not even the batches that are on HowBadIsMyBatch.com, the batches that literally have 80 to 90% severe side effects on every single shot. Not one, not one recall, not one single stinking recall from the FDA. Yet suddenly they've got to recall hundreds of thousands of EpiPens, almost like they're trying to short the market on EpiPens, almost like they're trying to make sure that people don't have access to them, almost like they may be trying to drive up the price by reducing the supply and increasing the demand. Hmm. I don't know, just a thought to think about here considering the fact the FDA has no will or want to protect the United States anymore, as they have continually shown, they're recalling EpiPens now because, well, they're slightly discolored. So, you know, we need to get all those back, and we need to dispose of them. Just something to look at. Also, too, in other news, this is interesting, Saudi Arabia, world's largest crude exporter, has now been discussing at the Davos this week on Bloomberg TV that they're discussing oil trade sediments and currencies other than the U.S. dollar. Saudi signaled that they are opening talks with other with oil trade arranges and non-dollar currencies, and essentially they said there's no issue with discussing how we can settle our trade arrangements, whether it's in the U.S. dollar, whether it's in the euro, whether it's in the Saudi rial, or any other option, including gold. Now, I don't know if this is just theater speculation or if this is going to be the next phase after they collapse U.S. dollar, because remember, the U.S. dollar 
is on its way down as world's reserve currency. That's not hard to figure that out. You can look back at historical reserve currencies, and they don't typically last much more than 100 years. The United States is on its way out. As far as with the U.S. dollar, this is one of the reasons why they're at the very end of this phase. I think they're just blowing money like a drunken sailor. That's why they just continue to just keep giving money away. But yet you see BlackRock, Vanguard, and State Street. What do they do? They go in and buy up every single company now, pretty much the entire world that's worth anything as far as large, large companies. And they have hard assets because remember, money in general – Cash, you know, if you have a stack, ten thousand dollar stack, a hundred dollar bills right here on the table, that money is technically useless. It's useless until I decide to use it to purchase a tangible asset. But that stack of ten thousand dollars, I mean, look cool. I mean, I like to look at it. I mean, I like to pet it. I have to hold it. Oh, I got ten thousand dollars in my hand, but it's useless. I mean, I can blow my nose with it. You know, I can wipe the counter with it as far as any type of actual usage. I can wipe maybe some, you know, some protein shake off the counter, but it's useless until I trade it and transfer it for something that's tangible, like ammunition. You know, big box ammunition. Okay, ten thousand dollars. I'll take a pallet, or want to transfer it to gold. You know, I'll take five ounces of gold for it. Now I have five ounces of tangible gold. Or say, hey, I want to buy land. I want to buy a business. Other than that, it's useless. The banker boys know this. That is why they had such a massive transfer of wealth during the COVID pandemic. All that money that was getting pumped out, it didn't disappear, guys. That's why a lot of people have a under misunderstanding with the stock market. The money doesn't disappear. You just have a winner and you have a loser in the stock market. It's just wealth transfer. Somebody wins and makes a lot of money. Somebody loses. Every time somebody wins in the stock market, somebody else is losing. That's how it works. And so what you had was this massive wealth transfer, and you had BlackRock, State Street, and Vanguard come in now, and they're the massive shareholders on pretty much every single major company that's traded. Now that's why you see Amazon now. People are like, oh, the stock market stocks of Amazon are starting to drop. The reason why a lot of the stocks are starting to drop is because Amazon is spending money hand over fist and building an infrastructure unlike anybody even understands. This is why I do not support Amazon. Ironically, the other day, Lana was looking for an item. She found it on Amazon. It was cheaper than buying it directly from the company. However, she found a coupon code to buy it directly from the company to get it cheaper than Amazon. Well, here's the catch. When she went to check out, the shipping was like $15 for it. Well, on Amazon, it was free shipping, but it was still delivered by the same company. So she contacted the company and said, hey, listen, I want to buy from you direct. This is what I want. I'm looking to buy this. And they said, okay, we'll also have a free coupon code for free shipping. We'll hook, up. We'll hook you up with. And she goes, awesome. She bought it from them direct. What Amazon has been doing, and they've been doing this very effectively, is they've been trying to increase and drive sales up for many companies. I've watched this happen now. They come in and they say, okay, we're going to push your product, and you're going to start doing a lot of sales. We're going to buy a lot of your product. We're going to distribute it. We need it for X price. Well, they come in and they say, we need more, but we're only going to pay this price, and you're only going to get this cut. And they slowly reduce your margin more and more and more to the point they start sucking up all of your inventory where you can't sell directly to consumer. You can only sell through Amazon and to a point where you're no longer making any money. I've watched businesses literally go under because of this with Amazon. This is why I have said Amazon is not people's friend. It is not here to help people. They're there to become a monopoly. The next phase, I talked to a guy the other day that used to work with defense contractors. He told me the next phase of Amazon is they are coming in now, and they're going to start doing their own private shipping company. It's going to be called something like Amazon Plus Shipping, meaning they're going to directly compete against UPS, FedEx, and Priority Mail. 
Does anybody wonder why Amazon has forked literally tens of billions of dollars in building out Boeing 777s over the last year? You go to Lakeland, there's 777s everywhere with Amazon. They have more warehouses and more logistics than UPS now, guys, in the United States. People are failing to realize this. They are setting their position up to be a direct competitor so they can be every single thing that controls the market. They have the product. They own the manufacturing company. They handle the distribution. They handle logistics. They handle the sales. They handle everything. That is why I've told you. My mind, be mine by myself, my family, not buying from Amazon is going to make a huge difference. No, probably not. You, not making it, not buying stuff from them, they help out a little bit. All of us in aggregate, you start having tens of thousands of people that start saying, no, I'm going to support local businesses. I'm going to support local online businesses directly. It makes a huge difference in this, guys, because nobody realizes what's coming with this company. They are set up to be a full-blown global retail monopoly. I have said this for the last five years, and people laughed at me, actually longer than that now, and that is now starting to come to fruition. See, here's the thing. Amazon doesn't care about their workers. They poach everybody from other companies. They bribe them with incentives and bonuses, and then when they're done using them and they have no more value because they can now automate it, they fire them. Amazon just, just said they're, they're laying off another 10,000 employees now. No, 10,000. Why? Because they're automating stuff. They're automated, and all they need are worker bee people to be able to deliver packages and basically handle shipments, and that's it. And all the higher-up management that's making a lot of money, they handle from the top logistics and everything else getting automated. This is because, again, Amazon's not your friend. So thank you for supporting Health Masters directly. I have people ask me all the time. They say, well, you have your supplements on Amazon. Yes, I do. I do. They're much more expensive than they are on my website because Amazon hits you with a 15% fee just to have a product on there that sells another 5% logistics fee. Now, I don't even know what that goes into. 20% right off the top. But if somebody does happen to buy something off Amazon, we promote the show in it, and we have flyers in it for their website, and we do everything we can to drive them to our website so they can hear the show so we can help wake them up so maybe they can start waking other people up. So I would be silly and foolish not to have a platform on Amazon to at least promote our brand. But do I want to sell on Amazon? Absolutely not. I encourage everybody to support Health Masters directly if you can, and I thank you and I appreciate you for it because as a whole company – we rely on our customers, and this is why we don't have ads on our show. Dad and I have made a very, very strong conclusion together that if we can't operate this show anymore by ourselves being sponsored by Health Masters and we have to start bringing in other ad revenue from other companies and do commercials on the show, the show will no longer be happening. We will cancel it because I'm not going to allow somebody to come in and start pulling the strings and telling me what I can and can't do and what I can and can't say. And I promise right. you that will happen immediately if we start bringing any type of advertisement in here because we already get a ton of blowback on the show. Hey, dad gets it. I get it. Emails, all kinds of stuff. That's why I just delete, delete block. When I get emails that I get from people that are very, very hateful and there's things that people should not be saying, I just delete block. I don't respond to them. I don't even read them. I can tell by the first – First sentence, how the email is about to go. Delete block. I have no interest in it. I'm not going to put it in my head. I'm not going to give them the, the pleasure of knowing that I read it. And not to mention, I don't care because I know we're bringing the truth and I know what's right. And as long as we're following biblical values and we're speaking the truth, I know for a fact we can continue to do this with all of you together as a whole, as our Health Masters family and listeners and supporters. So thank you for that. What do you think, Dan? Uh, you're 100% right. You know, I, and thank you. And when you guys get your toothpaste or your multiple vitamins from us, it makes all the difference in the world. That's why we don't like read you live commercials on the air. 
we don't want to do that. We'd rather just go ahead and run straight talk, you know, for an hour. And, you know, every once in a while I mentioned about our supplements. And a lot of you have really stepped it up now, and you're really getting your vitamins from us. But, you know, it's just it's important that, you know, that we support one another. Like I talked about with the Galatians earlier, that we build each other up and we had to find just, you know, do what we can to help each other. That's, that's really, really important for all of us. Uh, by the way, the Supreme Court now has said, this is surprise, surprise for everybody, and knows how comp- compromised everybody is, that they're unable to identify the person who leaked the Roe versus Wade decision. They know exactly who it was. <laughs> I'm not going to go there. Supreme Court says the team has been unable to find that person responsible for the leak of the draft majority opinion for overturning Roe v. Wade. They've conducted 126 formal interviews of 97 employees, all of whom denied disclosing the – oh, they're going to admit to it. Okay, They're sitting there with their attorneys. Despite these efforts, investigators are unable to determine at this time using a preponderance of evidence, a standard, the identity of persons who disclosed the draft majority opinion of Dobbs versus Jackson's Women's Health Org or how the draft opinion was provided to Politico. Surprise, surprise. I told you they were never going to ever release that. Uh, very important that you understand these guys are so corrupt at the very top to the bottom. <laughs> it's so funny. Here's another article. Why a shocking number of crazy-sounding right-wing conspiracy theories turned out to be true. <laughs> the World Economic Forum really does exercise a creepy influence over world leaders, and it really wants a great reset, whereby we will be collectively moved to a living in a low-energy, high-density, low-privacy environments, having less – physical wealth, and yes, eating insects for protein instead of meat. Yes, they're actually doing this. The FBI really did spy on Donald Trump's campaign, run brief and leak operations, and spread misinformation about the extent of Russian election interference in ways that led nearly all of the media, media platforms, and Democrats to believe that Hunter Biden's laptop was fake. And anyone who talked about it was a conspiracy theory. theorist, in a way, may have constituted election interference. Facebook and Twitter really did Censor accurate COVID information at the behest of the White House and Twitter. Now, remember, this is under Donald Trump. Now, you think about that for a second. Let me say it again. It's happened when Donald Trump started this. Facebook and Twitter really, and Biden, of course, really did censor accurate COVID information at the behest of the White House and Twitter and operate secret blacklists to censor and deplatform disfavored voices and opinions. Ted Nelson Brewer showed, even when they and when their own internal team said the people being censored had not actually broken any of the platform's rules. The people who alleged that the above were and remain conspiracy theories say that the economic forum, World Economic Forum, is just a gab fest. The FBI was simply doing what bipartisan majorities in Congress and the president agreed was necessary after the Russian election interference in the 2016 elections, and government officials and social media executives were doing the best they could with the information they had during the fast-moving pandemic where millions of lives were at stake. But if the World Economic Forum is a gab fest, it is also, including in its own opinion, enormously powerful with its founder, Klaus Schwab, playing a mysteriously large role within the G20 organization of world leaders. I mean, you know, I'm going to you, I'm going to post this article so you guys can read it. But when you stop and you think about it, we've been telling you guys the truth for years and years and years on this show, and we'll continue to do it. By the way, Illinois' newest suicide attempt for the state of Illinois – they're doing, now planning on doing a wealth tax legislation to be introduced this week. In a coordinated effort, legislators in the seven states, including Illinois, will introduce legislation on Thursday. These democratically controlled states have to continue to raise taxes to cover up their cloud and piven costs, by the way. They will introduce legislation on Thursday for their states to impose a wealth tax, according to reports Tuesday by the Tax Foundation and the Washington Post. Wow. The seven states that collectively hold about 60% of the nation's wealth are California. Connecticut, here we go, Hawaii, Illinois, Maryland, New York, and Washington, according to the Tax Foundation. Details are still thin, but the Washington Post reports that Illinois' proposal will be a tax on wealthy people's holdings, or so-called mark-to-market 
taxes on unrealized capital gains. That means, for example, you could be taxed on what the value of a stock at some given time, regardless of whether you sell it at a loss. Unbelievable. This is never going to end with Illinois because when you have a corporate welfare state like that that's giving all this money away to people who don't want to work, it has a tendency to run out of money pretty doggone fast because they can't do what they do with the Federal Reserve, just print money out of nothing. They have to try to tax it from the people. By the way, the USDA is now moving to crack down on organic fraud. And there is a lot of organic fraud. That's an absolute fact. The Agricultural Department announced new guidelines for products labeled organic, a term that has been increasingly abused as shoppers have sought healthier, environmentally friendly food. The USDA has a strict definition of organic, certified organic, allowing the label to be used only for products that meet certain standards for soil quality, animal raising, practices, pests, and weed control, and the use of additives. The updates issued by the agency Thursday aim to close loopholes and allow ingredients that don't meet the criteria to infiltrate the supply chain. I don't know what to say about this. I know there's a lot of fraud in this. There is, quite frankly. But the reality is, is that they don't want organic anything. And organic food already has a problem as far as being brought to market at a reasonable price because the crop yield is lower in some cases. So you got to figure out what you want to do with this. I just like to say that I would rather prefer to eat organic food, especially if people have a problem with glyphosate problems and gut problems and diarrhea and all the rest of it. You really need to be eating organic. I love you guys. I really, really enjoyed praying for you guys this morning. I had a great Bible study, like I told you this morning, in the book of Galatians. I'll try to bring some more of those to you next week. You guys are amazing. You stand your ground, friends. I love you. Also, finish it up, and I'll talk to you next week. Absolutely. And one of the best things you can do is support local organic farmers if you have access to them. I know, obviously, some parts of the country that's not really accessible, but if you do, Try to support the best you can, or even if you have local companies or distributors, try to buy organic food from you know as close to home as possible. Again, it's not always the best; it's not always possible, but always an attempt that I always try. And make sure you understand the company that you're buying the organic food from. A lot of times, you're buying a bunch of like really, really processed food, and it's organic junk food, so to speak. Don't get your hopes up on it being that clean. But actual other true certified organic stuff that you know the company and you know their you know how they stand on stuff. It's usually fairly good. Now, I can always tell by how I feel in my body. I mean, I've gone out to eat dinner before at places, and I can tell 30 minutes into the meal, I don't like it. My body doesn't like it. It doesn't respond to it very good. And that's what happens when your gut's cleaned out and your liver's cleaned out and your digestive system's cleaned out. When you get toxins, and then all of a sudden your body's like, your body's like, Bleh. I don't like this. Why would you do this to me? And so I can tell you for verified fact there's a big difference if you're eating true certified organic food, how your body responds and how it feels compared to eating junk food or a lot of foods that are loaded with toxins and glyphosate. Because my personal opinion, I think the massive increase we've seen in all the different gut syndromes all across the country now, with I mean millions and millions of people that are constantly having all these issues with Crohn's and irritable bowel syndrome and the list goes on. Guys, this wasn't normal 30, 40 years ago. You didn't see people having all these gut problems all the time. And I'm not talking about like older people. I know people that have been in their teens and 20s with severe gut problems now because the food they're eating and they're putting in their body. And this is why I continue to tell everybody it's so important too. If you take vitamins, make sure you're taking the highest quality supplements. There's a reason why on all my bottles I list out the exact ingredients all the way down to the full verified name, and usually I put it all the way down to what as far as it's standardized to in the extract percentage because I want you to be able to see that I'm not holding anything back, and I'm not trying to be shady and hide stuff. When you start seeing supplement companies and they put these giant proprietary lists on every single vitamin, I get some formulas 
they can't have the exact formulation out because they don't want it being copied. Me, I don't care as much. Good luck trying to copy my formulas. Unbelievably strict in, as far as high dose that it is. But when you start seeing companies do that and they have these giant proprietary formulas and you see all these fancy names, but you don't see these actual dosage. Most cases, not all, but in most cases, it's a very, very easy, sneaky way to get around actually having to disclose what your milligram percentage dosage is of the product, of the of that ingredient in the product. So you just say proprietary blend, 1,280 milligrams, and then you got 20 different products below it. Well, there's no way you can be held accountable because you're not actually disclosing. You have a certain amount of milligrams, to say, of cordyceps or quercetin in it because it's just proprietary. So if you pull it up and it's got 0.1 milligrams of quercetin in it, well, I didn't say how much quercetin is in it. I said it's a proprietary ingredient. So be very, very cautious about some products like that and make sure you're doing your own research. That's why I tell everybody, give us a call if you want. Look on our website. Compare it to other ones. I stand with my supplements, and I try to bring you guys the highest quality supplements in the world. So thank you for supporting Health Masters. As I said earlier, the liver support on sale right now, incredibly good product, helps to detoxify and protect the liver. On sale for 10% off, along with the testosterone kit, 15% off, maximum energy kit. Lots of sales right now on the website at Health Masters. Got a lot more in the next couple weeks. Working on the new website here. Hopefully, in the next couple weeks, we should be rolling on a whole new platform. We're going to have everything from discounted auto ships. So if you got Ultimate Multiple or Vitamin E or products that you want every single month, we're going to be able to do an auto ship subscription discount on it. Ship it right to your door whatever day you want, as much as you want. So thank you for sticking with us. We're here for you guys. Healthmasters.com. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. And we'll talk to you again tomorrow as always.